You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. How much time till we're on? Get on, Ron. What? We're on the air right now. Oh. I'm ready. Good evening, I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Oh, hello and welcome to Sports Day. Coming to you live from the Sporting Globe at Rabina. What a magnificent place this is. Uh, Scott Sattler's away tonight. Again, he's on that junket in New Zealand. So you've got Gary Belcher and Jason Matthews here tonight. And Badge, Can I have his nourish bowl? He gets one here regularly. There won't be a nourish bowl consumed amongst us or our guests tonight. Oh. Are you doing a nourish? You're not, are you? You said last night you were having a nourish bowl. I don't even know what it is. Well, when I say nourish... very my, good food. My version of a nourish bowl is the one kilo meat plate. Right. So it's very nourishing. So, so I'll be getting into that tonight. Oh, okay. Badge, I love this place so much. Hello to all our listeners uh, through the Super Radio Network and SENQ and uh, SEN 1620 on the Gold Coast, 1170 SEN in Sydney, uh, listening via the SEN app. And also uh, for those who are listening to the podcast, which you can get from uh, iTunes or Spotify. Badge, when or if I get married again, and the, the, oh. way, the way I go... There's a good chance. Your wife's on the way here. I know. Probably this, listening. Well, if she wants to renew our vows, mm. this is the place I'm going to do it. Oh, okay. It's fantastic. Like in what, you know how sometimes people put weddings on on grand final days or major sporting events? Have it here. You do it here during a Swans game. Absolutely. If the Swans make the grand final again. Absolutely. That's when I'll do it, Grand Final Day. How are you today? Just I'm well, thank you very much. Isn't um, there a lot going on sports-wise? There is. In, in fact, still, we can watch everything on the big screens here, and there's about 10 different events. One of those, there's lots of replays as well, but one is the current, the Prime Minister's 11, 11 mm. playing the West Indies at the moment, and we made 322. They're 3 for 120 at the moment. Son uh, of a gun doing all right. 60, yeah, 63 not out. Mm. He's going right. He's a little. He's a little bit more weight on him than what his dad did. Bit chunkier. Yeah, but his his batting stance badge is exactly the same as his old man. Left hander and side. You know that side on. Are we sure it's the sun or is it? (laughs) Yes, don't I? I asked you that today. So Uh, the Windies are currently three for one hundred and twenty, chasing the PMs eleven three twenty two. It's a five day game this one. So, but it's not. Oh, the PMs. It used to be a four day. Used to be four day, and it was often over in three. But it's Who good because Bob it gives... Bob lost his glasses. Played oh, in yeah. it. Crazy. Yeah, absolutely stupid. But, um, no, they seem to be going all right, the Aussies. And the Windies are, are doing a lot better than I thought. The ball was hooping around everywhere uh, for the seamers in the first yes. few overs. So it was going now, nuts. what was the big event in Queensland today? Oh, the Australian PGA. The Australian PGA. Uh, and some, some very good results. Some good scores. Uh, six under. The leaders, Min Woo Lee and Jason Scrivener. Adam Scott, five under. Uh, the fans' favourite, Cameron Smith, three under. 
He had to contend with a bit of a crowd. Does that does yeah, that help it, you or hinder you? Well, at 7.30 this morning, his crowd following him was 1,000. Jeez. Imagine what it's going to be like I, on and the I'd, weekend. I'd, I'd, I'd chime into that if I could yeah. get there. But you can't see him. You just see his little mullet in the distance. Can't you just... <laughs> And there were, a lot of mullet, the front. there were a lot of mullets on course, too. There's a lot of blokes following Cam Smith around with, with the mullet. So it was very interesting yes. to see that. So. Yes, Mark Leishman, two under. Yes. Elvis Smiley, even yeah. par. Now, son of the great Liz Smiley, really? the tennis player. Yeah. Didn't know that. Yeah. Didn't know. Was there, isn't there Who also... calls their son Elvis? Oh. Elvis fans? Hmm. Well, Elvis didn't call. Well, he didn't have a son, did he? No. He could have called oh. his daughter. Are we Elvis. doing Fun Fact Thursday? Yeah, we are. It's Fun cute? Fact yeah. Thursday. I've got one. Oh, <laughs> good God. work, Sats. I love that. Um, <laughs> golf, and I thought I'd get a golf one. Yeah. And I want, I want some golf facts. I, I found it hard to find great ones. It was invented, well, they, some say it was invented by the Scottish, some say the Chinese. or Anyway, whoever, we don't know. But the Scots actually banned it. In 1457, you were around then, Woogie. Yeah. Because it was interfering with military training. They Last banned football <laughs> and that's, that's. golf and encouraged everyone to take up archery. So what, what, war, guns, what war would have that been they were training for? Well, right? I don't Should know. We well, the 19th war against the Brits. Okay, so... They're at war with them all the time, aren't they? So that was your full-on Braveheart war. I imagine... Yeah. I don't know. 1457. I don't want brave heart facts. Right, okay. Actually, I, we wouldn't mind them. <laughs> golf facts. You've got some good golf facts for us that, you know, stuff we wouldn't know. It's a big show tonight. Yeah, get them through, by the way. 0457 736 736. It is the worst segment on radio. Well, you have, obviously you haven't facts. got anything prepared. Then. No, I have, mate. Check what? the run sheet. What? <laughs> what do you got? Snails can have naps for up to three years. <laughs> now, that's not a nap. How much fun can you have on a Thursday? All right, Jack, stop that. I hate it. It, That's (laughs) asleep. No, that's hibernation. That's like a bear. Okay. Is that it? Three years. That's all I've got at the moment. But I want to talk about something else. Sats, where is he? My big... Yeah, well, Sats is in New Zealand. But big show today. Earlier this afternoon, we had the opportunity to talk with a a guy that you've toured on kangaroo tours with, played against in grand finals. Oh, just the one? Yeah, he didn't go on the other one. That's right. You, you replaced him. Uh, you beat him in grand finals, which was also great. But Gary Jack, you've yeah. never spoken to him before, Badge. I've spoken to him. Yeah, we no, roomed together. No, no, had never interviewed him. Yeah. And uh, we're both getting on a bit. And you, you yeah. asked me a little while ago, who would you like to interview? I said, I'd love to. Because I get asked all the time about our rivalry and, and is he the tightest man ever to play the game and all these questions. And I, I use, you know, Jimmy Jack's stories, Gary Jack's stories, as do... In a lot of, when I'm doing some, you know, guest speaking, sportsman lunches and stuff, and so does Blocker and Ciro and yep. Benny Elias, and I think everyone does. So, uh, yeah, we got him on, and it was, uh, it was fun. It was good fun. And, and what I've, um, I've heard from one of our previous shows as well, they're talking about the great feuds in rugby league. Well, I didn't have a great feud with him, but remember Ian Roberts and, and Jimmy Jack? And then the, uh, Ian Roberts went to town on him, and his tooth, he broke a tooth, and he sued him later on, and... And as one of our listeners has texted in, I think that's still going. So we didn't actually talk about that. Yeah, right. I, I didn't want to upset him too much. We talked about the grand well, finals, and I thought he's had enough pain for one interview. I, I know. So we're going to have part one of that interview tonight, and we are going to touch on his tightness. But you two, 
I wish I'd have been pressing record on this. You two were arguing before we started recording <laughs> like the interview. Married couple, well, it was, and you're you're both <laughs> you're both blaming each other for being tight asses. Well, and he, I thought, well, you're both pretty tight. He always says that just because it deflects a bit from him, right? Knowing that I I couldn't compete. I tried. I just couldn't possibly compete with his uh, his tightness. Part one of that chat. Uh, I'm careful. Up He's tight. Well. I've heard some stuff this afternoon oh, oh, where you've stolen money from him I on say, a kangaroo tour. Can I say, overall, I think you, if, you, if you wanted to do an audit, and Jack could do this for us as a neutral party, <laughs> who actually supplies stuff at work and who never brings anything in? I, I'm a silent supplier. You, you don't see what you've I do. Never, a... <laughs> you've never bought a bit. And your, your, your wife works in the, the food industry and you never bring a thing in. And we know you could probably get it at half price. No, so you who's the tight one? I'm not. No, I do stuff you don't see. <laughs> Gary Jack on the show uh, very soon. Archie Thompson will be joining us too as we talk World Cup. And I mean, one of the greats yeah, for Australia, absolutely. Archie Thompson. So we'll have a chat to him as well. The AFLWG Grand Final is on this weekend in Springfield, the Brighton Homes Arena, which is great. This is this Sunday. What yes. Right? What are you doing? You said the AFLWG Grand Final. I was going to say GF. Oh, yes. Okay. Um, I, thought I, I thought I'd missed something. Yeah, looking forward to that. And that's in um, <laughs> southeast um, Queensland. In fact, it's it's uh, technically I think it's western suburbs of Brisbane. It's halfway to Ipswich. It's a it's a real growth go ahead area, Springfield. It's and where beautiful fields out there. And, and the AFL got a free kick, absolute free kick out of this. They've got they've got an opportunity to take hold of that whole western corridor. In Brisbane, which is like the western suburbs of Sydney, right? It'll never be. I mean, it, it'll help, but it'll never. Like the Ipswich and, and that part and that area out there is a rugby league you, you stronghold, fortress. You, yeah, it'll they'll, help. They'll chip away. Yeah, they'll chip away. And, and, yeah, and I suppose they're playing the long game. I, I could never see it happening, but maybe. Well, certainly not in my lifetime. But I, I don't know. I still can't believe that we don't have an NRL team in the west of Brisbane. Well, we've got the Dolphins, and they've found a home now. They've, they have, and they've, they've and, named their home. You know, a big part of that, it, the biggest part, I think, of awarding the, ne- the, the 17th licence in the NRL was about being financially stable. Mm. And, and they're in a, in a big growth area too at the north side. But, yeah, I agree with you. It would have been, would have been ideal to have it out that way in the western suburbs. But, you, you, you know, you can't be everywhere. As we said, uh, by the way, I've just seen some royalty uh, come into the Sporting Globe. Tristan Merlihan from Top Sport. Oh, yes. He's in the, he's in the room. You're at the wrong table, Tristo. You're meant to be over here. You're on the VIP table. He's having a, is he having a quiet beer? Oh, he is. Look at him. He said, oh, I'll bring Loves my kids it. down. He's ditched the kids and he's on the beers. Just having the beer. Look at him. How good's he? He's misses well at Guns N' Roses tonight. Right. And he's here with so us. Some good concerts around. You know, I'm going to one next week, don't you? Yeah. Uh, I forget which day. What day is it? No, don't say that. I told you <laughs> eight times. It's on emails, texts. I can't believe you're going to I see the killers. it on your arm. You're too old for the killers. Oh, thanks so much. Actually, really? what? That out. You didn't even know who they were. I did, they've got that song, uh, Somebody Told Me. They've got lots of great songs. They've got one. Mr. Mr. Brightside. Brightside. That's it. Two songs. That's, That's it. it. As soon as they sing those, go home. Righto. What's Guns N' Roses got? No, nothing. 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 Well, they don't talk to each other <laughs> on stage. Don't they? No. Don't like each other. One of the best concerts I've seen, I remember seeing them about four years ago, five years ago in Sydney out at uh, Allianz Stadium. It was stinking hot day. It was mid-40s. Unbelievable concert. Did you Unbelievable. get your shirt off? Uh, yes, I had it off all night. 
uh, one of our listeners has just turned up in duck pyjamas. Yeah. That's fantastic. We're at the Sporting on. Globe in Rabina. Sats is in New Zealand on a junket. Mentioned this before, but we were made aware of this last night on the text badge on 0457 736 736 that him and, and Beaver, you know, the uh, Stephen Donald, Played for the All Blacks. Yeah, kick, I do know. Kicked yep. that winning Spoken goal to him a few times. in a Bledisloe. Yeah. He's over, Sats is over there with some other people. Uh, Brandy, yeah, Alexander Brand, yeah, and Maddie yeah. Johns and others from our network. Well, Beaver, Stephen Donald, loves Penrith and loves Sats. Really? Yeah, absolutely loves. Or, uh, he's, he's mentioned that on our show. There was a bit of a love-in yesterday on Beaver's radio show oh. because Sats can't help himself. He's got to t- pop in and take over another show. This is what happened. Now, we haven't heard this. I haven't Jack, heard this. Jack promises me this is embarrassing and special. Have a listen to this. Another hero's about to walk in, oh, and, and Beaver's going to lose oh. it for the second time today. Who is it? Scott Sattler. Sats has walked in, oh, Fletch. No. What, what, what's going on over there? Jump on a mic. If I'd had more time, Sats, I certainly would have gone in for the hug. Um, <laughs> Have you got Tats beef? No, I've, no, never. Not one. I'll tell you what he's got, Fletch. Massive guns. Yeah. I know. First time I've seen beef in, in real, real life. life. Massive yeah. guns. Is that all the white bait fishing? Or? Uh, look, I tried to get a chest when I was playing. Couldn't get a chest, <laughs> so I just concentrated on the arms. Beaver, it's your last chance. You've got 20-odd seconds. Anything you want to say to your second hero that's walked in studio for the day? Well, no. Am I mean, behind got... Brandy? No, that's what she said. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, no, you, you didn't not. say that before, <laughs> Beaver. <laughs> <laughs> do you not want to pull the jersey out again? Of course we do. Hang on. We'll, we'll I've, got I've got my Sunday session kit here. I've got my Sunday session kit here. Yeah, there's a second signature going in right there. What? So. That's horrible. So, Stephen Men- Beaver yeah. is. Um, Donald. Stephen Donald is a massive Penrith fan and he must have already met Brandy Alexander earlier. Yes. Wow, okay. But, but what s- about Sats going, geez, you've got some muscles. Yeah, what's the go there? He, he does admit to having man crushes on, well, on men. <laughs> but he does. Quite often he'll go, oh, you know, if, if I turned. He'd be, yeah, he'd be a target. He, and sounds like Steve Donald. He loved it. He was, he was frothing it. Yeah, it's a little embarrassing, boys. But anyway, I mean, yeah. it's, it's happened to you, hasn't it? He's in touch with the feminine happened? side. All right, I'm going to throw it out there. 0457 736 736. Have we done this before? Who's your man crush? Who's your man crush? Oh. Sats has done it. He talks about it every second night. But I'll no, tell, well, you know mine. Well. You know who mine is. Um, Roger Federer? No, Cam Murray. Cam, oh, no, yes. The best-looking bloke in rugby league. See, that's embarrassing. No, it's not. It's okay, Gary. It's okay. Not enough to be his grandfather. <laughs> Who's yours? You like Roger Fed? You like the Fed Express? I like the Fed. Um, Mal, we've talked about this before. No, I haven't said that. Oh, okay. You've said that. No, when I was playing at ET, yeah, champion. Sat said that as well. Sat said he ran. ET ran around him one day in the field because he was looking at how good looking he was. <laughs> Yeah, he admits that. He does. He does admit that. Hey, before we go to the break, this is going to stir up the text machine tonight, 0457 736 736. Cricket Australia have apparently, according to reports, have asked Channel 7 for Justin Langer not to interview certain players who may have issues with him uh, as a part of his role for Channel 7 covering the cricket this year. Well, fair enough. Really? You can't upset the players. <laughs> What, what do they think he's going to say to them? Oh, look, uh, yeah, you're bowling those in-swingers. It's going good. And why did you shaft me? Well, I don't think Justin Lang is professional enough to to do his job without there being some confrontation. Although, just 
are they are the players trying to avoid this, or is it just Cricket Australia being helicopter parents? Uh, perhaps, perhaps has it has it been a, a request that's come through from the Players Association? Oh, really? And and, oh. and Nick Nick uh, Hockley, the CEO of Cricket Australia, quite rightly so, has said that uh, our players are our number one priority. Well, they're probably your bosses, but the way things are going. But I, I just I, I can't believe we are hearing this. Like, don't talk to the don't let them talk to Justin Langer. Are you serious? It's his job in the media yeah. to ask questions. They'd be like... Channel 7 should challenge that and say, hang on, he's part of our team, and if it comes to it that he's going to chat to a player... So be it. That's fine. He's a professional. If there's a blow-up, if something's, in, you know, is uh, he says the wrong thing or there's some sort of problem, okay, react to that. But don't, come on. Mm. Let's be big people about this. We're going to go to a break. This he's is... the only one who can hold their head up high through all this drama is Justin Langer. Well, it seems like that. Yeah, I mean, it seems like uh, people are... For, I mean, I know. I'm, I was sickened by the fact that he's off a six-month contract when we just won the T20 World Cup, retained the Ashes, yep. and he'd made changes in the way he managed his team. He brought other people in. So Rooster Muzzer just uh, said he listened to that podcast you spoke about, Woogie, uh, involving Justin Langer. Nothing surprised me with what he said. Alfie is welcome around my joint for a beer and a barbecue anytime. Mate, he told, and you'll know this, Rooster Muzz, he told this wonderful story about going to Kerry Packer's place for dinner one night. He said with Shane Watson, uh, Brett Lee, uh, Steve Waugh was there. I was there. And he said, uh, uh, Kerry Packer's given him some advice. He says, son, he's, he's looking at, he's sitting next to JL. He's going, JL goes, Kerry Packer's serving me peas and carrots. How good's this? And he said, he said to me, son, in life you need a lot of luck. He goes, oh, that's right, Mr. Packer. This is the JL. And he said, um, you've had a bit of luck, haven't you, son? He goes, yes, I have, Mr. Packer. He goes, you're just lucky they invented helmets because that first ball you faced against the Windies, if you hadn't been wearing a helmet, you'd be dead. <laughs> that's luck. <laughs> right. <laughs> great. great. It's a great podcast. Uh, I think it's called Chat, Chat Back. And it's got Justin Langer on yeah. as well. We've got to go to a break. Yeah. We are live from the Sporting Globe in Rivlina, the place to watch the FIFA World Cup, Australia versus Tunisia, Saturday night. Check out the website for game times. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. Back in a moment. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Done. Strong game. Back inside the Dowling. Good run. Looks for support. Gets it to Sterling. Sterling swivels and gets it to Jack. Jack will go in for a try. It's a rocker. It's a beauty. It's a gasser. <laughs> it's a gasser. It's a gasser. I don't know how the hell he scored that. It should have been to someone else playing fullback. All right, there, no. don't start. I've Outstanding. Been, I, I've been listening to you two have a discussion off the air whilst waiting to do this interview. You're already into each other. In fact... You're both fighting over who's tighter, you know. Like, <laughs> and I, I, I don't know Gary Jack for uh, at all, but Badge, I know sometimes you can be a bit tight. He is an amazing rugby league player, this bloke. And I said to you in Sats <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, Badge, if you could interview anyone before the end of the year, you throw up this bloke's name straight, straight away. Straight up, yep. Haven't never done a, a, a proper one-on-one with Jimmy Jack, and uh, he's my uh, my second favourite kangaroo to- t- roommate ever. 
And he's on the line now. How are you, big fella? Uh, g'day, Badge. How are you? And what, what's your offsider's name, Gaz? I forgot his name again. Boogie. <laughs> Boogie. G'day, Boogie. G'day, Boogie. It's, it's, it's Boogie. Great to, uh, <laughs> talk. Uh, it's good to talk to you, mate. And I know we've never done a one-on-one interview, so who knows where this conversation will go, Gaz? Who yeah. knows? Um, no. I've got my I, finger on the button, what boys. What I do know, when, know. I, when I go to sportsman's lunches or just out and about with mates and... Your name comes up. They always go, tell us about Jimmy Jack, that great rivalry you had with him. And, uh, and, and right in the middle of it, we got to, uh, to actually tour together and back in the day in 86 when uh, fullbacks roomed with fullbacks. It was, uh, it was a good tour, wasn't it, back then? Mm. Mm, yeah, it was, it was a great tour. Um, 86, they had Donnie Ferner and was the, the coach and Wally was the captain. Yes, they put us two together for 10 weeks. <laughs> now, you were a young up-and-comer. I think they said, just we'll put you with Jimmy just to say you can learn as much as you can oh, learn to improve no. your own play. I think I'm sure that's what Donnie Ferner was thinking. So anyway, we, we put together, we were together for a long time. We probably didn't speak too much the first two or three weeks. Well, you were always going to bed at seven o'clock. It was just ridiculous, <laughs> you know. You, just, you, you were obviously the newest guy in the team, and. Um, uh, slowly, we become very good mates, and at the, by the end of the tour, guys, I think we were we were really good mates. Um, obviously, you went back to, to Canberra, and I went to Balmain. We never sort of got a hold of each other much after that. But by the end of the, t- the time, we really enjoyed each other's company. Yeah, yeah, and, and you just got to make you got to make do, haven't you? It was uh, it's a it is tough when you got to room with someone for a long time. But I just want to go before that. Um, uh, lots of stuff happened in your career before that. I, I sort of just came on the scene with Queensland that year and out out of Brisbane, but. Before that, you came into the Blues. You know, you, you were playing for your first season with the Magpies. Then you went to Balmain and had that magnificent uh, and and uh, storied career with the Balmain Tigers. But you made the Blues in '84. Did you feel like you sort of came out of nowhere? And and of course, you played for Australia that year as well. Yeah, uh, actually, I, I trained really hard '83, '84 because I think Greg Brentnell had retired. He was the Australian fullback end of '83, so there was a position there. I think Colin Scott may have done one test '83, uh, which they lost. So I really wanted to push hard and see if I could get into that side uh, in '84. At, at the start of the season, we played a trial. We played against uh, North Sydney, and I broke my ribs. Donnie McKinnon and Steve Mayo fell on top of me. About 38 stones fell on top of me, and they and they cracked my ribs. So I missed right. the first six weeks of the season. So I started off in reserve grade that year um, for the first two games. Uh, and then once I got into the first grade, I was lucky that, that I, I got a play, I'd played well. Uh, Phil Sigsworth was trying to get in the spot as well. And so too, I think Jimmy Swift was another one, another guy there. Marty Gurr was there as well. And um, I was fortunate that, that I got the opportunity to play City. And then from City, I got picked to play for, for New South Wales. And... Um, Yes, so started from there. So that was that was the start of my rep career. Yeah, no doubt at all. And um, it, you, what what a Balmain team to break into. I, from memory, you came in just about the same time as Gary Bridge, the two young blondies. He was your halfback, same. and uh, he was he was a good same player. Time. Yeah, same time. There you go. And and then those, yep, that yep, crew yep. of players coming in around the same time, just around you, maybe a bit before, a bit after Benny Elias and Blocker and and Ciro and and Junior and gee, what a what a team you had. Yeah, well, just on that, Gaz, in 80, 82, when I went to, went to Balmain from West, Gary Bridge's first year, Steve, Benny Elias's first year, Steve Roach's first year. So we all started together there in, in 82. I think 81, the Tigers had come last in the competition, the yeah. Wooden Spooners. 
Um, so so for that, uh, we all joined there in, in 82 and, and kicked on. I remember we, we played a Panasonic Cup game. It might have been KB Cup there against the, but the Brisbane, the Brisbane side midweek. We played against the King. And uh, Gary Bridge, I think he scored three tries against the King that night. And everyone was going, who's this, who's this Gary Bridge? Who's this Gary Bridge? He's a fantastic player. Um, and uh, that was the sort of start of our career. And he, he was a great player, Gary Bridge. In fact, I'm mm. sure that um, I sort of went on the back because they got us confused and everything. He did well. They'd be calling Gary Jack when it should have been Gary Bridge. <laughs> yeah. Somehow... I sort of got through on the back of him, and so I can't thank Gaz enough. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. All right. And then, and of course, Balmain, um, you know, we're going to talk a little bit more about those grand yeah. finals a bit later on. But a couple of years later, you fought, now, on the back of some amazing success with New South Wales, you won that 85 series. Uh, you won 80, in 86, yeah. you won 3 0. Um, and on, yeah. and then you Is went that when you played back? Did you play then? Well, I came in in '86, <laughs> yeah. So only in game yeah. two, so well, we, I'm not taking any nil. responsibility. Yeah, <laughs> you did. Yeah, we got you later on. Yeah, what was the score in '88 and '89? That'd be six nil. Can't remember. You're, no, I, you, can't I think you let remember. Jonathan Docking have a game at one point, didn't you, mate? But um, no, no, well, I got suspended. So there oh, you, go, you got no. suspended. There you go. <laughs> Let's talk about the Kangaroo Tour because uh, what a hell of a team that was was it? I, on the back of '82 where they they were invincible. They were called the Invincibles. There was a bit of pressure on the side. Mm. I, I didn't feel any, and I was actually in the midweek side. And I was, as I tell everyone, I had a, I had a really social tour. Whereas, did you guys feel a bit of pressure on to to make sure you won every game and won every test? Um, not really. We, we knew that what happened in obviously '82, and we obviously. We, was, you know, there was Mal there, was Wally was there, Bert was there, Sterlow. So those guys had come through. Gene was there from, from 82. So we just took it you know, and seriously took it week by week. I suppose re- the only time I really felt the pressure was the third test when we played at Central Park and we played the Poms there. And that was a really tight match. You know, they, they, it, we just, there was a penalty try there that we got, which um, Dale Shearer was awarded a try. Um, it was a, that, I think we, it was come back to. 16 or 15, 14 or something, or 15, 12. It was a really close game. And then for that final 20 minutes, I knew the pressure was on because it could have gone either way. It really could have gone either way. Yeah. We were very fortunate. Um, Royce Simmons tucked up the blind and set up for, for Wally. And then, uh, then I think Wally scored the try, which put us ahead. Um, and even to the death, you know, I think, uh, what's his name, the, the winger there for, uh, for Great Britain, um, Drummond, I think his name was. Yeah. Uh, he, he nearly scored at the death, so it, it really could have gone either way. But but look, we did we did fight hard. Um, a great side, you know. So many Brett Kennedy, Peter Sterling, you know, Wally Lewis, Mal Meninga, uh, yeah, Steve Roach, uh, Roycey, Roycey. Just a great great team. I think we all sort of gelled together um, as mates, and that's a good thing about tours. You, you do gel with guys, and I think we did put that. That New South Wales Queensland rivalry, it was there certainly in '85 when we when we toured New Zealand. It was certainly there in '85 when four Queenslanders got dropped. Yeah, and a whole hell was to play for poor old Terry Fernley after that. Queenslanders never got over that, but I think he made the right decision. No, we're still that still going to go there. Oh, <laughs> right decision. You lost the next <laughs> test, you knuckleheads. <laughs> Without the Queenslanders. Hey, on that '86, on the relief yeah. of that winning that last game on tour and the test and wrapping up the series undefeated. Is that is that why you let your hair down and went on a bit of a bender that night? I never asked you this. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think that, that's what happened. Yeah, I think, I think we all did. Didn't we? Up there. No, no, um, you in particular it was, did. It was just a, it was a, just some relief. 
we'd, we'd, uh, we'd got through. What happened? Um, there was, well, there was, there was this story that went around from 82 when Mal was a young bloke and he, at the, um, the end of the last test, um, and I'd only just, we'd only just sort of heard about it at that time, that Mal went on a, a bit of a bender and he, and he broke a few things that he shouldn't have and he was just, when, he, just he had a few too many and he went a bit, bit uh, apo. Mm. Well, Jimmy Jack decided to be Mal Meninga at the end oh. of the 86 test and he just, yeah, he, was, he got drunker than I've ever seen him. What'd you Probably do? Didn't. What'd he do? What'd you well, do? Well, stuff I'm not going to tell you. Oh, right. Um, there was no actual, there was nothing damaged, uh, but um, yeah, he just, uh, <laughs> he went a bit crazy. <laughs> I just I, I just crumpled into a, into a heap in my room. Oh, you were cooked the next day. for about six, for six hours. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, now, con- yeah. confirm or deny, I do tell a few stories. Um that you feature in them, Jimmy, and I know your Belmain teammates do as well. And it's a bit, it's a bit to do with you being pretty, um, pretty, pretty tight with your money. Don't, so don't you admit, do you admit that? I can't believe that. I can't believe you're throwing stones well, that seriously. Well, I mean, well, just, I remember, well, you can just. I mean, I want, I, I'll, I'll let you go first. You can confirm or deny these. Then we were having mystery shouts at the bar. <laughs> with Sterlo, Sterlo called them at the Dragonara one afternoon, one night. And it got to your shout yeah. and you disappeared. And then the lifts opened yeah. up and you appeared with the Forex cans that were in our fridge that we, they'd given us at the deny. start of the tour. Deny. Oh, deny. you don't. <laughs> okay. It wasn't, it wasn't the dragon art. It was over in France. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, didn't, you, didn't you tell another? And you, you, couldn't, you couldn't get a Forex over there. They were all drinking this you know, low and brow, whatever. And I came down with a six pack, and the fellas just thought it was the best <laughs> drink they'd ever had oh, their no. entire tour. <laughs> do, all right, that's the truth. Yeah, is, yeah. Is... I, I do recall. I, I do recall. Oh, Terry Lamb was quite tight with money too. And in fact, I, I won thirty-three quid one day off Terry Lamb playing cards, and he wouldn't give me the thirty-three quid. He said, "I'll pay. I'll pay it back to Jimmy. He paid me back a pound a day. Right, a pound <laughs> oh, a day. Good work." <laughs> so after about thirty days, I had thirty quid in the ashtray next to me bed, and one night badge. I don't know what Badge was thinking. He must have got a hit in the head or something. He, he's come home late and he needed some money. So rather than spend his own money, he takes me 30 quid out of the ashtray. I wake up next morning and it's empty. It's just, he says to me, I'm oh, sorry, Jimmy. I had to borrow some money last night to go out for a drink. I, I took your money. <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't have any. Story. We had no credit cards and we had no. And, and reception was closed and there was. Uh, all we had was traveler's yeah. checks. So I had to borrow some money, but. I can't believe you knew thank, exactly thank you, Jimmy. to yeah. the cent. He went, Dad, thirty-three Jimmy. pounds yeah. missing. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Hey, yeah, do you remember? Yeah. I, I remember. Do you remember on the remember. bus, the bus trip back after that last test, no. or one of those tests, no. when you and I were playing no, cards no. and you owed me like fifteen hundred quid? <laughs> you do. Yes, I do. You do. I do remember that. Yeah. And the story behind it yeah. is that. Rowdy Shearer was dealing, and he was up. Rowdy was cheating and making sure I got the best hands. <laughs> and we both had a few drinks. Jimmy didn't notice, and I just kept, I just kept. Telling, oh, I've got four aces. I've got a royal flush. It was unbelievable. And yeah. we got home, and and the boys uh, are going, and we put bus pulled up, and Jimmy's going one more double or nothing, and we, we got to go. Uh, and the boys, everyone uh, knew that I, I was Rowdy was cheating, except for for Gary Jack. Oh. We went up to our room, yeah, yeah. and his head's down, and he's gone. He said, Badge, I can't, I can't believe it. You know, you're going to make me pay this money back. He said, Donna and I are doing up the kids' room. She's expecting. And it's, I, well, I don't Kieran's think we're going to be able yeah, to do Kieran's it. Yeah, I don't think we're going to be able to do it. He used kids. Oh, he did. He hit, 
<laughs> is it? What about the other said, story? We've got, to, we've got to buy. We've got to buy some wallpaper. That's what I think. Yeah. Wallpaper. Well, there you have it. Part one of the chat with uh, the great Gary Jack and, and and look, I didn't know that you two be that close. I did Because really? I'd heard that you guys were fierce. You know, rivals. We're fierce rivals, but you know, the, to be quite honest on that tour, he was the number one. And he was, you know, one of the best players in the world. And I was never going to take his spot. And I was just having a great time, <laughs> as you heard. And we, we got on really well, as you do. And it was it was different. They'd always put hookers together. So Roycey Simmons and Benny Elias were together in front rows and halfbacks. Yeah. Which in some cases could have a massive rivalry. I've heard stories of Tommy Radonikas and, and Steve Mortimer and Tommy throwing his bags out of the window. <laughs> well, but most of the time, you just got on well because it's a long tour and you have to. And... Imagine, yeah, was... imagine props sharing a room. Could you imagine that? That would well, be a mess. Well, Greg Dowling used to kick Martin Beller out because he didn't like him leaving the light on to read. And we'd come <laughs> home and Marty Marty'd be sitting in the hallway <laughs> under a light reading his book. He said, what happened? He said, GD kicked me out again. <laughs> Part two of that chat with Gary Jack coming up on Monday night on Sports Day. Great stuff, Badge. Let's get to a break. This is Sports Day coming to you live from the Sporting Globe in Rabina. Uh, don't forget, too, uh, this is the place to be, December 11, for UFC Fight 282. They're up to 282 already. That's happening December 11. Make sure you book your table. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, welcome back to it. Sats on a junket in New Zealand. you got Badge and Jace coming to you live from the Sporting Globe at uh, Rabina. Great to be here tonight. Plenty of sport on the TV. Have our listeners with us as well? We have got some in. of our listeners with us. Um, very colourful pajamas yes. that one of our listeners is wearing. It says they're very expensive, actually. A, Are they? A suit like that, yes. 0457 736 736 is our text number. Um, you want to read a couple of He's waiting for his ducks to line up, he said. Oh, He's God. got ducks all over his pajama top. Uh, <laughs> texts, yes, yes, yes. Um, as good as he is, one can't help but feeling Cameron Smith's life in the NRL is limited after all. Just like the Roosters, Luke Keary, how many more concussions can he suffer? Ooh. You're hoping uh, he can handle that and get through that, Woogie. He's uh, all right. End, ending at one, His two, good seven. looks will get him through, Badge. Hey, I like this. Uh, interesting to see the crowd response towards Cummins and co. At, in the Perth test where Langer is a legend. Yeah, actually. That's Nick a... from Newcastle. Yeah. But want... how are they going to keep Cummins and Langer apart? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Does Do he have some... to arrive some... at separate times? Yes. Okay. Do you want some fun golf facts? Yeah, go for it. Uh, in 2007... Bob Charles made the cut in the Michael Hill New Zealand Open, the New Zealand Open. He was 71, the oldest player who made the cut in a European Tour event. 71. Fun oh, fact, Thursday. There you go. Thank you, Jack. I thought that was his score. What's your chances of making a hole-in-one, Woogie? Uh, don't know. 12,500 to one. Now, is that for good golfers? Because mine would be 125,000. <laughs> that's a least. round for and me. That's from Mark. And we know golf's the only sport that's been played on the moon, again, from Mark. Hey. Yeah. Keep your texts coming through, particularly with fun facts. 0457 736 736. A rugby league player, former Newcastle player, has lost something. MG Mark Lanville. 
Um, he's, yeah, he's been on social media. He mistakenly included his 1997 Premiership ring. This is the Knights' 1997 Premiership, their first one. He, he had it in a bag filled with op shop donations. He, I think he said he threw it over the fence and then the op, went to the op shop. He, and he, he's gone to them and said, hey, hey, look, and they've looked through the bags. They're thinking maybe someone's grabbed the bag before it went to the op shop. Anyway, he's thrown out his premiership ring. No. Oh, well, probably the Can most... Can he get valid- it replaced? No, but it's, it's not the same, is it? Like, mm. he could, I suppose, but... That- they were 10 grand. Oh, have you ever thrown anything out, Woogie, that you... Yes. Yeah, one thing, um, when mum and dad passed away, we're just going through cleaning out their house and we just got all this stuff and we thought it was junk and threw it all out. And then my solicitor about, I don't know, the family lawyer who was doing everything goes, geez, you've done all right. You've done all right out of, you know, your mum and dad. I said, oh, that's, yeah, that's nice. I go, yeah, it's been all right. He goes, that painting that's been left to you, he goes, I'll give you 50 grand for it now. No. Apparently, you- my parents owned a very expensive piece of Aboriginal art. Now, my we weren't into art, trust me. Oh, and it you was, threw it out? And we threw it out. I was like, oh, this is crap. I'm sick of looking at this thing. Oh, no. Apparently a very How famous Aboriginal... How <laughs> He said it's worth anywhere between 50 and 100 grand. Wow. Threw it at the tip, and I ran, I ran my brother said, you know that painting uh, Mum and Dad had? Is that... Did you take that to the tip? You haven't put it in the shed? He goes, no, nah, it's in the tip. Oh. He goes, why? I said, oh, nothing. Because no. I wasn't oh, going to tell is. him in case he had it. Oh, well, because then you were going to get it back off him. You were give him yeah. 10 bucks. Oh, I wouldn't have done it. I wouldn't have even done that. Oh. So anyway, all good. Well, hey, yeah. um, what have you lost? Is that what you want to do? Yeah, what have you lost? Yeah. Yeah, what have you thrown out? What have you accidentally thrown out? should have asked out? Gary Jack. He could have said a couple of grand finals. Yeah, lost his grand final rings. Now, what have you thrown out accidentally? Okay. What have you lost? Have you thrown anything out, Patch? Uh, no, I'll, I'll think about it. All right. 0457-736-736 or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is our phone number. Uh, we better get to a break. When we come back, we're going to celebrate everybody. We're going to celebrate because the Dolphins have a home. <laughs> All right? It's somewhere around Brisbane. We'll let you know where it is next. This is Sports Day, live from the Sporting Globe. Thanks to Kia. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, welcome back to the show, live from the Sporting Globe at Rabina. Come here and watch all your ODIs and test cricket throughout the summer. There's about 3,000 televisions in this place. It's my favourite place to come to uh, on the Goldie. Uh, Badge and JC sats overseas at the moment. Um, mate, you're making me upset. Well, I can't believe that, that you have thrown away what looks like... You found the picture of it, and it looks like it's an Albert Namat Jira. That's the picture. Painting. Not a, not a copy, a painting. I told you, this is a big gum tree. That's a gummy, right? Oh. Mountains in the background. One of the most amazing artists. Mate, I swear it was a painting produced. because I remember the rough surface. It oh. wasn't a print. But I don't know why my mum and dad would have that. Wow. Trust me. You, you see me. They weren't, they weren't into art. I mean, art for them was, I don't know, watching Carols by Candlelight. That was as arty as they got. Oh, no. Is anyone else throwing oh. anything away? 0457 736 736. Tim from Parks says, what about the guy who threw 8,000 Bitcoin away on his hard drive 
worth $181 million. I haven't heard that. No, I haven't either. They're worth $8.40 now, so maybe it doesn't feel so bad. <laughs> Bob Charles was left-handed, and he played right-handed to move ahead until he went back to being left-handed. Golf fun fact? We love our Oh, is that what we're facts. doing tonight? We're doing golf fun facts? Yes, and... Because of the Aussie PGA. Yeah, you're ridiculous, Jack. Sat. And 125,000 golf balls are hit into the water on the famous number 17th hole, Island Green, yeah. at TPC Sawgrass each year. 125,000 each year. That's a lot of sales in the pro shop. It, it, that's like, is, that, is, is every golfer plonking be a lot of weekend hacks going 10 in the, each time in the water? I know on the first at Royal Helens Vale, I put, I'm good for at least four each week. So mm. imagine how many's there. And that's, I've just got to chip just over you. water. It's not good. Hey, um, Badge, stream every NFL game, see, uh, game this season live on the NFL Game Pass. She's big day coming up Friday. Tomorrow, because it's our favourite time of the year, Thanksgiving. Yeah. Which we don't celebrate in Australia. No, and but never will. the Black Friday sales start oh, tomorrow. You know that. Yeah, it's amazing. Black Friday sales. Can I suggest something that's really good at the Black no, Friday sales? I said last night. I was well, no, I puke. have to. Because you get yourself a Sporting Globe voucher. Oh, okay, that's and for, right. And for the for Black Friday sales, get 20% off. So that's, come down here, pick yourself up a $100 voucher or whatever, pay 80 bucks, you got 20 bucks off your meal. How good's that? All right. It's yes. worth doing. And then, and then can you come on like a, a cheap meal night? <laughs> You're unbelievable. And Gary Jack's a tight ass. <laughs> hey, the Great Ocean Road Beach Volleyball, a volley fest is on in Torquay. I've seen this... Um, I watched a bit of it on uh, KO. Yep. They're streaming this on KO. The challenge event is underway with the qualification matches, which decide the eight remaining main draw vacancies per gender, 38 pairs, 10 different countries are competing for their spot in the Elite 16, which starts on uh, the 29th of uh, November. I want to bring Jack in here too, Badge. Mm. I know we haven't had a lot of sports news. Oh, oh and actually, we've got to talk about this. Hodjo was beat, Justin Hodge beat, beat last like, night by Paul Gallen in Gal's last fight. Congratulations. Uh, great stuff for Gallon. The Dolphins have yep. a home. They're finally named no, well, where? Well, we know they're going to be out at Redcliffe. I still think they missed a golden opportunity to be the, uh, the Brisbane Bin Chickens. <laughs> but um, they're, ha they're making a big poaching raid for Dylan Brown. So, Paramount no. fans, they're, uh, they're keen to get Dylan. Well, they still haven't got that, quite got that marquee player. So, yeah, chasing, um, chasing him. He's off contract at the end of next year, so he can negotiate. He could sign a contract with any club. Uh, 22 today. years of age. Yeah. What Big if you future. if you were the he, Dolphins? He what would you offer the, him? He looked good in the World Cup for the Kiwis. He did, didn't he? Um, well, I I think they're offering him around a million a year. That's what's been rumoured. So for for the best playmakers in the game, that's about the, the asking price. Yeah, he's right. getting there. That's um, he's worth it. I I would think so. Where he's probably going to be in, in a couple of years' time. Yeah. All right. Hey, listen, stand by. Uh, we're going to go to a break when we come back. Archie Thompson, Australian legend when it comes to soccer, will be joining us. We're going to talk World Cup uh, as we preview Australia's chances versus Tunisia uh, this Saturday night. This is Sports Day for Kia. They just didn't make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle, Kia Carnival GUV. Back in a moment. This is Sports Day live from the Sporting Globe. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon.
Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, welcome back to it. Second big hour of Sports Day coming to you live from the Sporting Globe, Rabina. Uh, hello, Badge and JC tonight. Sats is uh, over in New Zealand on a junket, so he's enjoying that very shortly. Uh, Socceroo legend Archie Thompson joining us as we talk World Cup. A couple of things I want to cover off on. Last night, it was this time, Badge, that we're talking about Jack and the unfortunate mouse uh, stuck on his car. Did you remember that? Yes. And I walked, I just said, what? You, you saw it on his windscreen down near the wipers. And I went out and I went, it's, it's true. And I thought it was, could still be alive, just hanging on for dear life. But what's the go? Jack, Jack, it was dead, wasn't it? People are it eating. Was this is dinner time. Uh, but yeah, oh. no. It, it, okay. it, it was dead. Yep, definitely. Jack, had it been there a while, do you think? Or I, was have it no baked on? I have no idea. It did seem like it was there a while. It did not right. move a lot right. when, when I tried to move it. But yeah, it seems Jack, to be Jack, is it in. true when you tried to peel the said mouse off your windscreen, it broke in half? Oh, yeah, no, it was pretty. Well, yeah. It was pretty crim. Too much information. It was pretty. It was pretty bad. Yeah. And was it alive? <laughs> oh. No. Archie Thompson joining us in just How a moment. I oh, I, we had no idea. His mates. Oh uh, four five seven seven three six seven three six is our text number. If you want to uh, shoot us a text, if you've got some fun facts for Fun Fact Thursday, in fact, uh, fact Oliver's Thursday. joining us. Right now, he's from Top Sport. He's the smartest bloke at Top Sport. Well, well better, mate, got to be you're smarter than the boss, right? Oh, Easy. His boss is over there. Yeah, I know. Don't say that. How are you, Oliver? Very good. Yourself? Good, thank you. Now, you, I'm just going to make your microphone go a little bit closer there. Yep. You've got a um, a fun fact about World Cups. Yeah, three one of the stumps. The other boys at work. Um, so the question is, mm. who is the only player to compete in a FIFA World Cup? And Cricket World Cup. There's an answer for one male and one female. Right. They played in the FIFA World Cup and a Cricket World Cup. Oh, actually, I think I know the, the female one. I'll leave that to our listeners as well. Male. Male. Tim, our Kale wasn't, Tim Kale wasn't a real good cricketer, was he? No, no, he wasn't. <laughs> mm. Who would... I, okay. So, um, of, of, can I just say not Australian, right? No. 0457 they're very famous. That's I will give that hint. Mm. I wonder if Archie Thompson. Oh, in both of them. <laughs> yeah, it is. No. Oh, oh. sorry. I just said in both of them. <laughs> oh no, I said in both of them. <laughs> <laughs> Cricketer. He'd be gold. No, no, no. <laughs> He's not no. moving anywhere. No. I wonder if, uh, if I think we've got Archie Thompson on the line now. Archie, you there, mate? Hey boys, how are we? Good. That's a tough question posed by Oliver, isn't it? Do you oh, know sorry, the answer? I missed that question. Okay, the question was, which male and which female soccer player also played in a World Cup in soccer and also in cricket? There's a male and a female that's done it. And, and is this Australian or...? No, well, the, no, we the, the female is Australian. She is. She oh, is. She Australian. He's played in both. But, uh, no, not, not Australian. I have no idea. If the great Archie Thompson can't get it, yeah, on, that's no, right. We're buggered, aren't we? Um, <laughs> Archie, ex excuse the noise in the background, mate. We're live from the Sporting Globe at Ravina on the Gold Coast. That that anyone handy when you're playing soccer, Is anyone they're handy at cricket? We should know about as well. 
Um, look, I, I feel like it's almost ingrained in our blood that we played cricket in the backyard. So there was a few handy ones, but we never really played cricket. It was more more golf, to be honest. Sorry, lads. Yeah, right right. Well, anyway, while, while our listeners are thinking about it, uh, we better talk about what's going on at the World Cup and, uh, and your take on it. Archie, at the moment, the, the Australians um, licking their wounds from the loss to, to France. It, looks like, it seems like um, they probably left a little bit out on the pitch. Was that your take on it? Oh, well, look, to be honest, we, we, I don't think the football fraternity really expected too much from the Socceroos when they came up against France. Um, we were, I mean, we had a bit of hope and belief and, and faith when they scored that goal and thinking, OK, we, we, we can really take it to them. But then they're just world-class. So within sort of 20 minutes of the start, they started to play. And, um, and I, I said this before, it was a couple of just defensive errors that let, it, let um, France back into the game. But they were always going to get back into the game. You see the quality they have up front. It was really hard for some of those wing backs to be able to deal with the speed of France and it was um, because we always get I, I saw something that Simon Hill actually tweeted I thought was really great it's like it's almost um, he gave a good reference of Mike Tyson and, uh, and, and they're like Mike Tyson and we, we were basically like amateur fighters um, but that's no disrespect to the Socceroos it's just that they were that good like uh, they would have the quality that France have would have taken it to any other team in any other country so Look, we've got to dust ourselves off. We've got two important games that we need to get results from. Archie, a few of um, our soccer greats were critical that we didn't make any changes in the second half and didn't adjust our, uh, our game plan. Do you, do you go along with that? Oh, well, you know, when, you, when you're not in the hot seat, it's easy to kind of sit back and go, oh, he should have done this, sure. he should have done that. Oh, why didn't he take him off? Um, if, yeah. if they were, and if they did, I'm sure they probably... Um, would have maybe have done the same thing as Graham Arnold. Like, Graham Arnold did the best that he could with what squad he has to put a team out there that was competitive for, what, 20 minutes, and just, just the quality shone through. And uh, like I said, it's, it's, um, it's easy to kind of sit back and go, oh, I should have done this, I should have that. You get in the hot seat. You try to be the coach of Australia against the world's best and see how you go. Yeah. Have you been talking about, you know, our, our performances... There have been a couple of incredible upsets, um, Saudi Arabia over Argentina and Japan uh, defeating yeah. mm. Germany overnight. You didn't see those coming, did you? Uh, no, not really. I know that uh, Japan are quality and uh, I think Germany um, really peppered their defence and their goal. But this is um, sometimes what happens in World Cup. We were hoping for that on Wednesday night. Unfortunately, yeah. it, it, well, it did look like for about 13 minutes, 15 minutes. And I'll tell you what, I was... Uh, I was going, oh God, we can win this World Cup, <laughs> but then that, yeah. but then that dream got squashed very quickly. <laughs> but uh, we saw with the Japan, that was a phenomenal win against Germany, who not many people have talked about going into this World Cup. But I still always believe they're a powerhouse and they they still have quality and they'll still continue, I reckon, through the group stage. But then you've got Saudi Arabia at, that beat Argentina. Now it, it, it almost kind of yeah, it almost took me back to when the soccer. I mean. The Oliroos beat Argentina in the Olympic Games. It was one, almost one of those moments. Um, so, look, uh, anything can happen. We're, we're hoping that that sort of happens for us against Tunisia and Denmark and we still breathe a little bit of life into our World Cup campaign. Yeah, well, Morocco's nil-all draw against Croatia. That was a huge upset as well, wasn't it? 
Oh, mate, I tell you, that was a snore fest. I, got, I actually did the, uh, I, I did the radio uh, SEN for that particular game, and it was a hard one to watch. It was almost like Croatia <laughs> were happy with the point, Morocco tried, but then it was just one of those stalemates. That, uh, uh, no real quality in the final third, but it's the start of the World Cup. It's about getting the cobwebs, blow out the cobwebs and see what happens. I, I still believe the quality of Croatia will be okay. But Mor- Morocco are no slouches. They've got some good players that play in some high leagues. So, like, I said, yeah, like I've been telling people, like I mean to people, you've got the best of the best at the World Cup. There's no easy game. And so and the bridge is maybe getting a little closer with some of these minnows to the bigger nations. Tunisia, uh, Saturday night. For those of us who don't know much about Tunisia, that game's 8 o'clock uh, Queensland time or 9 o'clock uh, in the southern states. You can catch that on SEN via the SEN app or by listening to SEN. Uh, what can we expect from Tunisia? And are we expected to beat them, Archie? Well, well we, we went into this, uh, leading into the World Cup, we, we knew France was going to be tough and we looked at maybe a possible result against Denmark and get a win against Tunisia. But they're all tough. I tell you, they're all tough. It's, um, I want to say we can win, uh, but you just never know. You never know. It, it, it depends on how the squad's feeling, what their squads are like, if they do their homework right, if they stick in their structures and disciplines. There's so many variables that can go wrong. You can, you can always, like do absolutely everything you can for game day. And in and, and 90 minutes, there's so many different things that can happen. Um, I'm hoping that a lot of those things happen in the right way for us and then, and then we and see what happens. Right here, mate. We look forward to that call. Make sure you download the SCN yes. app or tune in via the wireless, as we used to do in the old days. You can catch all the action with Archie and a tremendous core team uh, on SCN. Make sure you download the app every game exclusively live on there. Archie, it's been an honour chatting to you tonight. Go the Socceroos on Saturday night. Beautiful, guys. The honour's mine. Cheers, boys. Thank you. Cheers. There we go. Archie Thompson, one of Australia's Legend. greatest footballers. Uh, have we got an answer? Well, he doesn't even know who this uh, cricketer... Well, we know, and we have had a couple that have come in. Uh, Elise Perry is the female... Tick. ...who Correct. played for Australia. For the, you for the, guessed that, Bash. Yes, I did. Oh, well, I didn't. I knew it. I oh, um, did Oh, yes, it wasn't a guess. <laughs> uh, who played, you know, modest, for World Cup? No, well, I, I knew that one, but I have no idea who the male player is. Can you, ju- Ollie, Can you just tell us, just quickly before you do tell us here, that, from England? I'll, say, I'll give you a little hint. They're a much more accomplished cricketer than they are soccer player. Yeah, but where from? If I is say the any- country, it'll probably get. They're knighted. So, and no, they're not from England. They're not from England. So, well. Windies. Windies. A win. The West Indies have played. Oh, so would would have would have played Joel for Jamaica Garner. or for. Antigua. So not Michael they Holding. They played for Antigua in so 1974. Mo- Michael Holding. Rob from Maruka guessed Michael Holding. Is that incorrect? Played for Antigua. Uh, in 1974. So Gary Sobers. <laughs> no. Sir 1974. Is that rules my guess of Viv Richards. Sir Vivian Richards. He didn't. Yeah. So Viv Richards played no way. for yeah, Antigua what? in a World Cup. 1974 qualifying matches. Unbelievable. That Give is the two. best Give fun fact we've had all year. <laughs> that is the best. You know what? Fun go fact. Thursday. <laughs> I'm going to go over to your boss, Tristan, yeah. and I'm going to suggest a pay rise straight away. <laughs> you should be coming on doing crosses instead of Tristan anymore. You know, that's so more Viv Richards. Viv I'll just pass it all down the room. I can, I can yeah. imagine him just dribbling the ball or running over the top of people. 
He yeah. was just a unit, wasn't he? Chewing gum. Chewing gum as he went. <laughs> yeah, doing it easy. Thanks, Oliver. Well, good on Thank you. you. Thank you. Hey, listen, if you've uh, got a fun fact for us, shoot it through 0457 736 736. Thanks to McDonald Jones Homes. Uh, their birthday sale is on right now. And well done to Archie Thompson joining us uh, tonight on Sports Day. What a legend of Australian football. We better get to a break. By the way, the global game for our SCM listeners coming up at 7.30 uh, tonight. Uh, that is uh, Daylight Savings Time. Uh, ahead of the first World Cup game that is on tonight. There's another... How many games on there? It's like there's a ton of them on tonight. Four, Four. of them. Four? Yep. Okay, so... Starting uh, at eight. Starting at eight o'clock with uh, Switzerland versus Cameroon. That's coming up shortly as well. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. Yes, Badge? Uh, Michael, I've got to say, had, the text came in from him just before we gave it away uh, that it was Elise Perry and Viv Good used, on you, mate. Michael You're used a legend. Google. I used this big brain of mine. You know. We narrowed it Did down. A surprise well, we only know two West Indian knights. Well, yeah, we? but They're the other cricket. thing was, I, was, I wouldn't be Viv Richards. He goes, yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> this is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. Back in a moment. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, welcome back uh, to Sports Day. Badge and Sats coming to you live from the Sporting Globe in oh, Ravina. Join the ribs. I haven't had one. You oh, ate them all. <laughs> there's, one, there's one little bit left. Oh, there it goes. Steve has just done the last rib. Join Robson Civil <laughs> Projects. Jobs at robsoncivil.com.au. You're over there chatting up my wife. At the bar. Chatting to your wife. Right. Gee, she makes a lot of sense. Does Someone she? in your family does. She doesn't at home, I can tell you that much. Uh, yeah, we are live from the Sporting Globe. By the way, um, for those listeners in Queensland, mm-hmm. uh, particularly around Logan and uh, southern Brisbane and northern Gold Coast, there is a new one. There's a new Sporting Globe going to open up soon at Logan. Wow. You know, when you're on the old M1 and you see uh, at Hyperdome the, the old Sizzler? The old M1. No, the, oh, the M1. The M1, you see the old Sizzler at Hyperdome? Yes, it's yes. It's going in there. Logan Home. That Sizzler is, is that at Logan Well, Home? they told me Logan. and Yeah, that's, that's in the old Logan district. Yeah. There you go. Wow, so, okay. Well, that's a treat for people there, I've got to say, because it's, uh, it's outstanding. Yep. Come here to watch the cricket Not this summer. Not just the ribs, the... the you've had you've eaten everything badge and you've do, left I've me tried nothing. everything you've left me the chicken eight wings are left there for you then are they wings or are they little legs they're short, they are, short they chickens do. badge anyway make sure you get into a sporting globe and uh, if you want to come and watch the world cup which i suggest you do there's that many screens mm. at any sporting globe around australia uh make sure you go online you can see the schedule of the world cup too so you can pick out which game you want to see aflw grand final this Sunday in Brisbane. Yes. Uh, at the new setup out in the Western Corridor, which we talked about Springfield. at Springfield. It's Brighton Homes uh, Arena. Uh, the D's are taking on the Lions. The halftime act. And I wanted this to finish our show with tonight. You know how we finish a, the show with a song? Yeah. I want it to be, and Jack, I think Jack's got a song there at the moment. The beautiful Delta Guthrum. She's the entertainment. Remember this song? She's I like Delta, she's great. I'm just happy. I'm not into her music, but... Oh, mate, it's outstanding. No, she's been like, around You just for... like Delta. Oh, she's a good sort, and she's a great Aussie chick. I don't know if you can say that. You can. You can actually say someone's a good sort and a great Aussie chick. Really? Yeah, you can. Good. 
I think you can. Well, I think, I think. Okay, hey, maybe not. Did you catch the golf today? I know we mentioned it off the top of the show. but uh, um, Yeah, I caught a little bit. Six under the leaders are Min Woo Lee and Jason Scrivener. Adam Scott right behind them, one stroke off. Uh, Cameron Smith, three under. Yeah. And had just an enormous crowd following him today. Massive. Of course, that was just his family and mates from Montema. <laughs> it was funny, though, Badge. There were like people with mullets following Cam Smith. There was like it was it was mullet central. Should he have a like a van like Long John Daly has and just and sell <laughs> mullets with caps? I'm just right. Are you saying this on air? Because I'm going to write this down. That's okay. a great You're idea. Do that. Yeah. But he's Smith. made the mullet more fashionable, hasn't he? Yeah. But if you had a Cam Smith cap with a, with all the hair on it, just like old blokes like me that can't grow hair. Yeah. Anything. You could wear that around the golf course. You wear it everywhere. Yeah. Of course you would. And you'd have to put a little mow on as well. Yeah. I like it. Is that mow still growing? So it doesn't look like it is. It looked a lot like mine did when I was Oh, yours was better pretty than that. Pretty ordinary. No, no, but, was but when you were in your rugby league prime, yeah. you had one of the best. You were very well, Tom Selleck-like. No, they were better. No, they're, don't play it down. Gene Miles was, had one of the best ones. and Oh, no, I mean, everyone had one. Well, Wally had one too, didn't Wally, he? Wally, yeah. Brett Kenny had a good mate. Bert had a good mate. Had an amazing yeah. mate, actually. Um... Did Gary Jack, who we spoke to earlier, did he have a no. mark? He was very clean shaven, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was. He was smooth. Yeah, uh, he was. Yeah, you know, he was too, too expensive. The upkeep of the moustache—it would have cost him money somehow. Is he really that? It's a good tight? chat we had with him earlier. Well, we're going to play part two. Yeah. Next week, aren't we? Yeah, absolutely. Hey, listen. Uh, some of our stations are going to leave us soon to go to our SEN stations. Are going to leave us for the global game. Uh, ahead of the first game that's on tonight, Cameroon are playing. Help me out here, Jack. Cameroon are playing... Switzerland. Someone else. Switzerland. Good work, Jack. Eight o'clock. To, who, who's going to win that, Jack? Oh, I'd imagine Switzerland would get the, the win there. Cameroon go good. Yeah, I thought Cameroon were a great football well, Jack, nation. Jack, you said Germany were going to win. Well, yeah. Argentina. Didn't you not just say that it was a massive up upset? Yeah, yeah, I did. So, yeah, hey, I don't what, about, <laughs> what about the Germany protest? What did you make of that? Oh, I think uh, if people have beliefs and they're trying to get them out in any way that they can because there's been some pretty what strict it, sanctions by FIFA. What did they do? They had their hands over their mouths. Right, for their photo. Oh, you know, they, I'm pretty sure the German team warmed up with um, uh, rainbow-coloured sleeves or something on their tops. Which is also banned, I, I am led to Good believe as well. 60 years of family culture. Join the Robson Civil Projects team for the opportunity of a lifetime. As I said, our SEN stations are going to the global game. If you want to keep listening to Sports Day, get down to the Sporting Globe at Rabina. Uh, listen through the Super Radio Network or via the SEN app. Let's go to a break. The global game on the way next. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Well, it's Badge and Jace because Sats is uh, over in New Zealand at the moment. We should play that audio again, Badge, of the of the love fest between him and Stephen Beaver Donald, the former All Black. Have you got that there, Jack? Have a have a listen to what Sats is up to at the moment. 
another hero is about to walk in oh, and Beaver's going to lose oh. it for the second time today. Who is it? Scott Sattler. Sats just walked in, oh, Fletch. No. What, what, what's going on over there? Jump on a mic. Hey. If I'd had more time, Sats, I certainly would have gone in for the hug. Um, <laughs> have you got tats, Beef? No, I've, no, no, never. Not one? I'll tell you what he's got, Fletch. Massive guns. Yeah, First time I've seen Beef in, in real, real life. life. Massive yeah. guns. Is that a little white bait fishing? Or? Uh, look, I tried to get a chest when I was playing. Couldn't get a chest, <laughs> so I just concentrate on the arms. Beaver, it's your last chance. You've got 20-odd seconds. Anything you want to say to your second hero that's walked in studio for the day? Well, no. It I might mean, be got... Brandy. No, that's what she said. Thank you. Oh, no, you, yeah. you didn't not. say that before, <laughs> Beaver. <laughs> Do you not want to pull the jersey out again? Of course we do. Hang on. We'll I've, got my Sunday session kit here. I've got my Sunday session How kit here. This? Yeah, there's get a second signature sense. going in right there. Look at his guns. Did you get that from whitebait fishing? Like, seriously. He does have man crushes, and I, I think he already did before he went over and met uh, Stephen uh, Donald in New Zealand. Now I think it's official. Unbelievable. That's, that's him all over. Hey, we've got some texts. We've got to yep. get through a couple of them here. Uh, Winnie is going to do a live show from Dubbo. You can join the list with other notables, such as the Queen and Prince Harry, to visit this great town. I'd love to do one. Um, Dubbo RSL, been there. Yep, it says, Woogs, you'd love it. We have three McDonald's. Oh, come and, on. Number ending in 075. And, um, yeah, I think Tubby Taylor plays golf right-handed. That's from Flapper. That's a fun fact. Okay. Good. Wally Lewis plays golf left-handed. And Does he's right he? Does and he? Else. And another, oh, remember this fun fact. The rarest score in golf is a hole-in-one on a par five. What's that called? It's not an so albatross. Not a, yeah, an albatross is a hole-in-one on a par four or a two on a five. Yeah, yeah. So it's four under in one stroke. So it's, it's got to be another bird. It's another bird. So it's not a birdie or an eagle or an albatross. albatross. It's a... Pigeon. It's a bin chicken. <laughs> it's not. No, it's not a oh, pigeon. Sorry. It's impossible. Thanks, Rooster Muzz. It's a condor. I would doubt, actually, Royal Helensvale last week. But do you doubt it? Like he's, it's I doubt his. anyone would get, though, a hole in one. It's on a been recorded five. officially in four times in history. I'd say it would be. In oh, come on, that's golf. rubbish. That is rubbish. Why? You, you can, it's a game where there's no crowds, there's no witnesses. Things, oh, yeah, I've got a hole in one on a par five. That is a load of rubbish. It is impossible. How do you get a hole in one on a par five? You hit the ball really hard. It bounces off a road, hits a tree, right. yes. skims across the water, and in it goes. I'm calling BS That's on why that. That's why it's vet. I am calling BS. Well, I'm, At I'm, Royal Helensvale here on the you Gold You don't even Coast. know who the people are that have recorded it, and you're tell, telling us they're lies. I'm calling it. I'm, 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 I am. You are. I am. I'm calling them lies. It's impossible. There was a hole in one at Royal Helensvale last week on a par four up a hill. I, I still can't believe it. I'm yeah. calling well, BS if on someone that. get a hole in one on a par four up a hill, why couldn't they get a hole in one on a par five it would downhill? Be the, is this putt putt we're talking about? Oh, Woogs, come on! It's, it's in Gary. I'm not you arguing with you, you for the sake tell of people arguing. Lies. I've only done it twice. All right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's talk about A League. Uh, football is here. The Isuzu Ute A League. Experience it live. Search A League's tickets. Um, Jack, we'll bring you this. Uh, bring you in because the men are having a break at the moment. The women are continuing in the A-Leagues at the moment. Yes, they are, and it's uh, got a first week under the belt. A few teams getting out some wins uh, for our local teams. Brisbane Raw taking on Canberra United Saturday, 26th of November at 3 o'clock. Now, Badge, you being a Canberra fan, do you go for all Canberra teams? What's the story there? Oh, yeah, I, I have a soft spot for them, yeah, mostly. Over the Raw? 
So, oh, of course, they're playing wow. Brisbane. Canberra versus Brisbane, there's only one way to go. Hey, hey Badge. Raiders, when, when Canberra. In your prime at the Raiders, the Cannons would have been big. Big, big yeah. Phil Smythe and co., the general, champion bloke. Did you catch the a general? flight with him once? Did we talk to him and mention that? No, no, but I've... I, yeah, no, I knew him. We worked a little bit together at the same time on radio. So did you all hang out together? Like, because obviously you had Campo in rugby back then. You had... I wouldn't you, say you know, hung Raiders. out, but we, you know, we knew each other and bumped into each other. We went to some... I used to go to the... See, I used to love going to the Brisbane Bullets back in the day with Leroy and yep. Leroy Loggins and um, Ronnie Radliffe and... Uh, all that, you know, that crew. Um, and then went down to Canberra and went to some games, but not a lot. I kind of drifted away in the late 80s from basketball. So in the, pe- mojo. in the pecking order of sports superstars, back in the heyday in Canberra when they had the basketball team and whatnot, yep. it was rugby league first, the Raiders first, right? You guys could open any doors you wanted, right? Yeah, well, some people could. Mal and co. We've Ricky talked about this before. Yeah. Mal, Ricky... Um, who else was there? Brad Clyde. Campisi. Campo. No, well, well he's, in, he's playing rugby union. Yeah, so I'm saying, but I'm uh, looking at the pecking order. So David Campisi is a legend in Canberra. So he'd be, rugby union would have been the second biggest sport followed by the Cannons? No, no, I don't know. Yeah, rugby, rugby union, well, they, they it's play. It's big in Canberra. They play a lot of Aussie rules down there too. Yeah, they, well, they, they had did. Yeah, visiting teams. So yeah. they still do now. GWS play a lot of games down there. Yeah, there you go. So there you go. Thanks for your help on that. No, no yeah, answer. Uh, the Brum- when the Brumbies came in, they just, yeah, Steve Larkham and co, they, How good they Steve really Larkham. took over. Uh, oh, what else George is happening? Oh, Georgie Gregan, of course. What else is happening in the A-Leagues for the women this weekend? Well, Sydney are taking on Melbourne victory. Both those teams had a loss last week, so they'll be looking to get their first win. And Newcastle Jets take on Western Sydney. Western Sydney Wanderers actually had the bye last week, so uh, they'll be looking to get their season underway against the Jets, who lost. Hey, Jack, did you watch uh, Everton last night versus the Western Sydney Wanderers? Well, I didn't just because uh, I was working and then also had Tuesday to watch the night, Morocco game. No, there was a game last night. So last they night. played Sydney FC. If I, correct me if I'm right. No, uh, it was Sydney the FC. Wanderers were versing Everton. But they were singing to them. <laughs> no, 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 no. But didn't they play Sydney FC as well earlier in the week? So they played Sydney. So, no. Celtic played Sydney FC last uh, Thursday, and then right, okay, Celtic gotcha. played Everton, and then Western Sydney Wanderers played Everton. And, um, last yeah. night. Yep. And they got belted, didn't they? 4-0, something like that? 5-1. 5 there you go. Everton won. Yeah. I'll tell you, get back on them. I love Everton. <laughs> you you, you support them, right? Yeah. Always love the Toffees. Ma- only because I went to a game once. Yeah, right. Was that at Allianz last night, or was that? It was at Combank, and uh, it was uh, one all in the first 20 minutes. That's right. So uh, uh, good start from the Western Sydney Wanderers. But then uh, Gordon, the young uh, English under 21, uh, got a hat-trick. So, yeah, really, really did well by the end. He's he's like a Brazilian. His name's just Gordon. No, he kind of goes like Badge, just that famous. You just go by one. Gordon. Well, that's not very funny. I'm, I'm now confused. Rightio, that's your uh, your football update. Thank you for that. There's something I was going to ask. Oh, we know who actually got the uh, the five holy ones and on par fives. Kim Jong Il. Oh, that's what? Korean leader, North Korean. That's leader. right. He did too. Yeah, that was in one round. That's it. That's after he won the uh, 100 meter sprint at the Olympics too. He's very straight very good, after. Very good athlete, Kim Jong Un. Um, some NRL news. Rooster star Angus Crichton has ex- successfully appealed his two-match suspension for that, that elbow, forearm to the head of... Who was that on? 
in the Chanel Harris Tavita. That's disgusting. That that he's That's actually disgusting, had, mate. Oh, he first of all, he should have. Do you think he should have been sent off for that instead of the sin bin? It was a deliberate attack to the head well, of the player. Well, we had we had a couple of. Oh look, we had a couple of texts. One person said the most disgusting act he's ever seen. If he did it on the street, he'd be in jail. And someone else said. It was nothing in it. He just lifted his arm and, and the other guy ran into it and headbutted it. <laughs> so everyone sees it differently. Badge, you should have I don't think there up. was any intent there. He just was putting up a bumper bar to stop well, him from running no, into it. Well, no, he was like that. He was, he was moving forward. You can't go like that. When our listeners can't see yeah, you but doing he was, that. He was moving forward. He raised the arm, yeah. knocked the guy out. He should have been sent off. And the fact now well, he's, that he's, he's had his two weeks... Overturned. How do they? Who, who overturns it? it? Wouldn't be the same crew well, was at the mu- World Cup. Well, it must be. He, mu- he must have. Unless he stayed some... around and went and saw. Oh, it. hang on. That's right. He's playing for the Roosters. How Has can it I been forget? overturned, or they're thinking about, or he's appealing it? He's a su- successfully appealed his two matches. Wow. Well, there you go. That's that's the sus thing, as <laughs> Sats would say. <laughs> Kangaroos coach Malman in front of the judiciary for him. There you go. That's what coaches do. Rightio. Reports say international rugby league bosses will not elevate Samoa and Tonga to tier one uh, nations. Good. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? It shouldn't be. Uh, a lot of people go, oh, they've got to be up there. Come on, put them up. So it works beautifully because in a World Cup year, uh, players that uh, could otherwise represent, would have to represent Australia um, or New Zealand uh, can play for the the team, the nation of their heritage, as we saw this year, but can still play state of origin. I haven't got a problem with it at all. Um, So we're still going to have a lot of our best players able to do both. Now, if they're elevated to a tier one nation, those players uh, would have to choose. Junior Barlow and Jerome Luai and Stephen Crichton. All of those players would have to choose to be either playing for um, New South Wales or Queensland or Samoa or Tonga. Yeah, it's interesting. I heard some of the Penrith boys... And they haven't got the infrastructure in their competitions. They just haven't got any of that. And and Badge, as they say, they might be... For example, the Penrith players, they might be Samoan, but they grew up in Mount Druitt or west of Sydney, and they're proud to be New South Welshmen. And they want to support rugby league where they grew up. So this way they can have the best of both worlds. Yes, that's right. And I think rugby... Rugby League thrives under that system. I, 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 don't, I don't even know why that's been discussed. Mm. I mean, tier one is New Zealand, Australia, England. That's it? Uh, I think so, yeah, yeah. And then, um, yeah, then after that, the French and the, uh, those, those other nations we spoke about, Papua New Guinea. I want to, um, one more thing on Rugby League before I go back to football. Uh, the Panthers could be without nine of their first grade players for the World Club Challenge against St. Helens. And that's a pre-season game. Well, it's going to be touch and go. It's, a, it's, it's mid-February. I think it's the 18th of February that game is planned for. The, I reckon they'll play. Well, they have to have a compulsory five or six weeks off uh, after the World Cup. I think that's based around um, how, the, or the, the age of the player might come into it as well. So a senior player has played right through the World Cup might have to have six weeks off. And then they actually also it's, they have to have had a certain number of training weeks under their belt when they get back to be allowed to play. So you can't, they can't get back to training. And two weeks later, the coach goes, OK, you've had two yeah. months off. You've, you've done a few laps of the Oval. Let's go and play in a full-on game. So 
that's another, I think, another five weeks too. So I think it's going to be pretty tight, but it sounds like um, they'll be right. It might, it might mean a couple of those guys don't don't play in it because they're not quite ready to go. But I'd I'd be surprised if they didn't feel very close to their full strength side, Penrith, in such an important game. St Helens will also uh, play the Dragons down at Wynn Stadium first, though. Yes, that'll be their that's, first. Game. That's a warm up for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah great. Uh, I want to play this to you. Um, England will take on the US Saturday morning in the FIFA World Cup. So two big nations. Um, and sledging has begun from England's side towards the USA. Really? Yeah, their goalie, um, his name is uh, Aaron Ramsdale, um, started sledging Will Ferrell, the actor. Why Will Ferrell? I, I don't know. Maybe he represents America. Oh, I, 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 I'm oh, not sure. Oh, did Jack say he's doing something in some fan Thing for yeah, he's Amer- promoting for a new movie or, or something okay. like that. Oh, right. Anyway, um, it's gotten ugly, and this is what <laughs> happened on UK radio. Hi, Will. It's Aaron Ramsdale. You're a great actor and a hero of mine. I love watching your films, but when we play Your Nation on Friday, you'll be the worst actor in the world. Alf will be on the shelf, and it'll be a little less Anchorman and more man. Take care, wow. pal. Oh, well. Mr. Aaron Ramsdale. Yeah. Aaron, you didn't realize I know where you live. <laughs> and I'm delivering a bag of <laughs> to your doorstep. I'm going to light it on fire and you're going to have to stomp it out. All right, Aaron? Yeah, I wish we didn't have to beep that out, but we do. <laughs> Will Phil. Outstanding. Man. Outstanding. Choose Termidor, Australia's most trusted termiticide. Um... Bring you that update. A couple of other things. Some text messages from McDonald Jones Homes. Badge, got any there? Uh, I think we've just about been through them. Oh, Rooster Mother says it was Adrian that said what happened with Angus Crichton was um, was uh, was an atrocity. So anyway, as you mentioned, Angus Crichton's been um, yeah he's been uh, let off that two week suspension that he that he had. There's a couple of Toronto Rod reckons there's a couple of par six holes in Thailand. Yeah. sixes. I'm not falling for that. Okay. I don't think it's such a thing. Yeah, I don't think we should go there. No, actually. I don't think we can move on from that. This is Sports Day. Kia Ooh. just didn't make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. It's the Kia Carnival GUV. I'm going to go to a break. By the way, you're choosing... Well, I think I've just been, <laughs> you've been sucked in. Absolutely sucked in. <laughs> you're right? Just a, a whole family just walked past in tablecloths. Wow. Yeah, what's that going on? Geez, you get distracted easy. I do, don't I? Sorry. Like we're at the shops. Food, no, we're food we're walks at the apart. food court, the shops, <laughs> and we're at, at the Sporting Globe at Rabina. Have, have, have you noticed that every time food comes out, yeah, he's yeah. just like... I can't help it. I have to stop him from eating Hang your on. food. Oh, you can't do this. Calamari. Oh, oh thanks thanks for that. Yeah, thanks, boys. Thanks oh, they're for that. they're fresh too. We'll eat this Let's while break, we uh, go to a break. This is a sports day. Thanks to Kia. Back in a moment. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, welcome back to it. our final break uh, tonight as we come to you from the Sporting Globe here at Rabina. It's fantastic being here tonight. Great bunch of people here, and it's been fun, Badge. Um, by the way, by the way, uh, I mentioned you can watch the cricket here over the season. Super Bowl. Don't forget to book in for Super Bowl. Badge, uh, Sats and I did Super Bowl here this year. Outstanding day. 
outstanding day it is. So well, every time you come here, you say it's outstanding. Mate, I love it. it is. I love it. Second home. And you're going to get married here. I am. And you mentioned that to my wife, Anita. Yeah, tonight, she so. said, good luck. Did she? I yeah. thought she said I'd love to. I, well, I said you, you actually said that it would be renewing your vows, and she said that won't be happening. New far- Well, my next wet marriage will be here then, the reception. New Farm, Australian through and through. Uh, the weather, if you're listening in Tari, the home of the great Latrell Mitchell. He's probably listening through Max FM right now. Uh, and the home of the Tari City Bull- Bulls. Boy Cordner from there. Is that a part of Queensland, Tari? Should be. Yeah, I thought so. Mm. Uh, they look good in maroon, Latrell. <laughs> it's off of 25 on a partly cloudy Friday. A medium chance of showers and a low of 13 overnight. Formulated with the highest quality right here in Australia. New Farm. Australian through and through. It's time for the last blast on Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Go to iCanWin.com.au to win a Ziggy by Ziggler and Brown barbecue uh, this summer. It's free to enter. iCanWin.com.au. Is she better than Ian Healy? Alyssa? Yep. Can she's we, very good. She's, a, she's brilliant. The niece of, of course, Ian Healy, Alyssa, yep. has just been named the Australian captain for five T20s against India, replacing Meg Lenning, who's still on a break yeah. at the moment from the game. Yeah, she was injured at one point, and I'm not sure if she's injured now. But, yeah, Alyssa Healy's going to take over for the... Are they... Are they I, I, actually, I don't know the answer, so I shouldn't ask. Are they in India or are they playing here? The five I think T- they're in India. T20? I, think, I think they're in India. I should know as the fourth. Jack will I? be Googling that as we speak, I reckon. Hey, Badge, uh, you're a part of this, and I, and I see the men of league have been rebranded family of league. Yes, yeah, very important um, rebranding. Uh, it just better reflects... Um, what, what men of league do and support the community, the football, the rugby league community. and uh, Because for a long time, it has, it's not just about a bunch of old blokes helping each other out when they fall on hard times. It's also about anyone that's been involved in the game and um, anyone can join the men of league, which is now the family of league. So I'm involved with it in the, uh, the Tweed area, northern New South Wales, and I know a hell of a lot of people that, at all levels that are um, involved with it. So, yeah, you'll hear a bit more about this over the coming weeks and months yeah, nice. and years. And, yeah, um, nice. Yeah, good, good, uh, yeah, good service. Uh, as expected, do. Budweiser have asked for a big discount on the next World Cup, which is in which <laughs> is in America, by the way. The oh, next... they might ban beer there as well. Oh, yeah, but I think they paid something like 170 million dollars for the rights for the next World Cup, right? They're they're asking now for about an 80 million dollar discount because they can't sell the drinks in the stadiums, Crazy. and they will promise that that there'll be some sort of exemption. And then the Qatari government have done a backflip on that and said, no, you can't do that. So if they'd known that right from the start, wouldn't have happened, would it? If they'd said right at the start, Qatar, no, no. You, you know, you need... If they said, oh, we're not going to allow beer in the stadiums, they'd say, well, you're not going to get the rights. So they just... Commercially, it doesn't make sense, right? So it's going to hit FIFA where it hurts. But the interesting thing about... And correct me if I'm right, Jack, <laughs> that... Correct me if I'm um, right. Good on your sets. Um, that the next World Cup is actually going to go for six weeks. Is that right? Because there's more teams, like 100 teams in the next World Cup. Is Not that right? about 100 teams, but more. There will be. Jack, am I right? Yeah, there's, there's more. I don't know about 100, but yeah. Or 90 I think or 82. Is there 20 this time around? There's going to be 32. 32. No, it's always 32. Okay, well, there's going to be 34. No, it's more than that. And it goes for about six 48. weeks. Hence why the deal's worth more money. Okay. Jack, Google it and you'll find that I'm absolutely right. Dilda Goodrum, we announced this. Right. <laughs> she is the, the entertainment for the AFL 
W Grand Final, which is happening at Springfield in Brisbane on Sunday. Surely which is. is. News. And tonight, quickly, before we get to our song and the last laugh, uh, World Cup preview uh, tonight, 8 o'clock, Switzerland versus Cameroon. Jack, who wins that? I'm going to go Switzerland, and that is, uh, that is actually in Queensland time as well. Yeah, midnight uh, Australian Daylight Savings time, Uruguay versus South Korea. Go Uruguay. Uh, 3 a.m., Portugal versus Ghana. Yeah, Portugal. Portugal right? Yeah. Rightio. Have they got anyone decent in their team? Uh, uh, and 6 o'clock <laughs> tomorrow, Brazil versus Serbia. I love the Brazilians. Yeah, I no. love. I love yeah, the fans. Right, that play. Yeah, and I love, yeah, I love the team. I love the fans, everything you like love, that. Yeah, you right. love their soccer team. Too. I do. All right, time for this. On Sports Day, it's time for The Last Laugh with Scott Sattler. I can't believe I just wandered in. I, he's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me. The stage is yours, Sats. Oh, I'm going to have to do it again for Sats because he's just never here or he hasn't Junk got it. it. You, you know when we got here and, and I parked my car but I disappeared into the shops for a while. You know what yeah. I was doing? What? I, was, I went, I'm looking for, I'm looking for books. I went to a bookstore. Nice. I'm looking for books about turtles. And the asked a shopkeeper, and and she said hardbacks, and I went, yeah, and they got little heads too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I got to laugh out of you then. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. a rare thing. Yeah. All right. Listen, we're going to go. Uh, it's been great. Thank you, Sporting Globe Rabina, for hosting us tonight. Get down here and catch out, catch all the action of the FIFA World Cup over the next three weeks. Just go online. You'll see the schedule on there. Badge. I've given Walks. you the task of finishing the show with a song tonight. Yes. It, I said, can you come up with something World Cup related? Yes, I did. What? George Harrison. Yeah, what? While my guitar no. gently weeps. It's not guitar, it's guitar. Is it? Yeah, it'll do. What are you singing about the country? We've already started it. We can't. <laughs> oh, no, let's now. go. Hey, uh, have a great weekend. Uh, Sats will be back on Monday night. The band's back together. We'll catch you then. Yeah. Oh, when are you going to the Killers? What night's that? Tuesday. Okay, good. All right. See you, everyone. As you walk, see the love, the sleeping.